How are you doing? We're back, chilling with myself, Pod. It's your boy Jeff here. Um, it is Wednesday. It is not Wednesday. It's Thursday, and it is September 10th. Uh, like we plugged yesterday, we do have a special guest with us here today. Go ahead, introduce yourself to the lovely Core Four. Hello, Core Four. This is Matt McLean. Oh my gosh, Matt McLean, how are you doing? Not too bad. I, I'm equally as confused on the day. We were trying to figure out, being like, oh, when were we hanging out? And I'm like, I think it was this week, and it was two weeks ago. <laughs> time is a, time is the uh, Spider-Man meme looking at each other with, with all the days in a circle. All the day, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, and uh, but it's good to see it either way, man. I know. I feel like it's been a lot longer. I know. It feels like, well, you went home, so that's, that I did. You probably feels like it's been like five weeks for you. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah, it does feel like anytime I travel anywhere, I feel like time is stretched out longer than it is. Oh, yeah. That was, I was like gone. I went camping at least for like a week this uh, summer and like, you know, got out and just like just camped around. And it felt like I was gone for a month. It was like, we're just like being outside of the city. You're like, oh, you need to do this just for your own sanity and just like reset for sure. I think there's definitely something to be said about camping, especially right now. Oh yeah, I mean it's all we can do. We gotta go camping. I'm being like, that's what I hope. At least like people start camping, right? Like there's just this mass movement to like everyone discovers camping, and then everyone's like, oh yeah, we should take care of nature. Everyone has a discovery. Being like, everyone that was living living in the city is just like, maybe we shouldn't burn this. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe be we nice. shouldn't do a gender reveal in this forest. Maybe, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, exactly. that's not funny. Uh, but Jesus Christ! Of course, the, it was a gender reveal. Of course, party. it was. Yeah. And two years ago, someone did it again. Like two years ago, same thing happened. What, it was from a, like people yeah. that like happened I, from I a... maybe it wasn't two years ago, but like I, I swear it was 2018. Someone was like, "Forest fire started from gender reveal," and then literally exact same similar headline two years later, gender reveal starts 7,000 acre forest fire. It's nuts. But... Also, when you said the thing about camping, the only thing I really want to say is like, so basically, you want to bring back Occupy Wall Street. All these fucking tents. <laughs> What's the, well, that's why camping in a city, that's the worst of both worlds. You're having all the shitty aspects of camping with none of the benefit of quiet and stars. That is 1000% true. Because you were out in the middle of the fucking desert, right? Yeah, out in Moab. Mo- Moab? Yeah. And that's out U- there. Is that Utah? Utah, which is, I didn't know if it was like completely. Have you been desert. to Utah before? Never went to Utah. Man, dude, that is. That is that's desert, and everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta go to the desert. You gotta you gotta camp in the desert. Never done that before." It holds up. That seems wild. Also, I'm not texting in front of you, but I'm trying to make sure our our Hooters gets ordered. <laughs> are you a loyal Hooters customer? Is this I am. What? I am not a loyal Hooters. Or are you customer, just like but... this? Just sounds like it pairs well with uh, the first NFL game of the year. It is 100. It does, and okay. I want to get back to the Moab thing because we need to talk about this. But also, do you want breaded or naked wings? Um, breaded. Okay, breaded. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, continue. I mean, I'm about- going for it because it's the fir- it's a big day. It Football's is a- fucking back. Okay, I Can also I curse? yeah, Sorry. fuck yeah. Every single one has the explicit tag because okay. I'm a, I'm a moron and I don't know how to not talk just openly about 
everything. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were catering to children as uh Core Four has good. a lot of a lot of young underage readers. Readers? I don't know why he said readers. Yeah, they print out the podcast. It's transcribed. They get a train they get a train. It gets printed out in your Iowan. Chris newspaper. Hansen actually says, So we have the transcripts from the pods here <laughs> and he yeah. reads it to the children. Um Never, never was Utah on my list to go to. How did you end up there? I went there um, for the winter one time, and because it's got skiing, and then um, heard a bunch of people being like, "Yeah, you got to go, you got to go, just like camp out in the desert there and check it out." So, um, yeah, I was on like a road trip back, uh, just camping around all over the place, and we're like, "Let's." This seems like a thing that. And you did tents and everything. Yeah, so we just had me and my buddy uh, Ian just had tents, and we're just like, "Yeah, let's." Let's camp in Moab. Let's see the arches. It's on the license plate. It feels like one of those things you got to see. It's a national park. That arches is National Park. Canyonlands is, is right there. I say that is true as if I knew that. but That I is accurate. They that do is, have yep, um, yep, it as a yep, national park. Do. I do just, know all just uh, gassing, 177. So, gassing uh, you up about <laughs> Utah license plates. Uh, that was one of the first jokes I ever heard, uh, by the way, is did you hear about the um, gay Boy Scout orgy? It was intense. It's a solid joke. It's a very solid it's a joke. Structurally sound. It's it's, it's, for, it's formula wise. It's nice. Very it's, short, sweet to the point. Yeah. And the first time I heard it, I was like, "That joke fucks," and it's great. And it's intense. And it's intense. And actually, I was stupid because I, I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, two levels." Shit. There we go, man. That's wild. What was what was like the first comedian you were super into as a kid? When <sighs> did you get into stand up first, or like, where is it you were into like sketch stuff? Shit, that's a great question. Pause. Should point out, you are a Chicago <laughs> comic. That's how we. Would you say how it? We met an improv. Yeah, met an improv. I don't I remember o. which level. Le, I don't remember which level it was. R.I.P. to I.O. But yes, met at I.O. Probably what three years ago, four years ago, three years. It's probably about yeah, three four three years. Yeah, it was like 2017. I bet. I, I again, time is difficult now, but it's even harder to go back before the before times. The before times, <laughs> and then yeah, we went we went to uh my our my our first open mics were at the same time. We yeah. both went to yeah. Patsy's yep. uh in Lakeview. Yep, and had <laughs> this uh. Horrible time. So bad. So <laughs> bad. I don't know if either of us got laughs. I'm nope. not sure. No. Nope. We bombed pretty high. I mean, because it was, I mean, it was hostile. It was very aggressive. Yeah. I mean, as far Someone, as like your first time can go, it wasn't one of the, it was like one of the worst open mics I've been to, period. It heckled immediately. One. Yeah. Heckled immediately. Well, for context, it, yeah, it was uh, an entire like, frat was there that like oh, one of the guys yeah, lost that, like, a drunk, fantasy that like drunk kid had to do stand up and he just told a privileged ass story about i got drunk on a bench and then like what i didn't have an iphone charger and... yeah but we still remember the story so maybe it was a good so, one maybe, yeah <laughs> maybe but it was like he went and then they were just like oh yeah, cheered him on they're yeah. like this guy this could be fucking amazing and then uh it was so not amazing it, it, anyone that went up besides him they were just talking like spilling like running into tables oh and that just being super... that one dude almost fell into us yeah yeah. we were at that side table and yeah so we're, we were just like pain. we hadn't gone up yet and we're just like oh we are this is gonna be this the is, worst thing ever here we go certainly this was. is it this is it yeah that seems like a f- distant memory now I remember shortly after that, I went to, um, what's the red door? Uh, the one where they have the drinker. Oh, uh, yeah. Cab, the uh, power hour. Yeah. I did yeah. that. 
um, I don't think you were there. I think I was trying to be a hero and and do it on my own, and it did not. Oh yeah, didn't go well for it. Do you remember who the drinker was? Um, definitely a regular guy for sure. Okay, knew everyone. Yeah. And um, for anyone that doesn't know, at this at this open mic, they have a drinker, so you do your you do your st- your set or whatever. But they have a guy on stage next to you just drinking he's just drinking a pitcher of beer right like he just drinks throughout the entire set or ter- throughout the entire open mic yeah and he and he heckles um he heckled me to a point that like you d- you get more time depending upon how much he c- cuts in i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly and uh, right. he cut in he cut in and, and said a couple things and i was just like so if you're doing good at stand-up you'll get laughs if you're doing bad at stand-up people will go back to their conversations and I was at this terrible, terrible spot in the middle. And just I will, people silently paying attention. I will never, the... I will never not forget it because at one point on stage, I was like, I could hear a fucking pin drop in here, which meant on the positive side of things, I had everyone's attention. <laughs> right. But on the negative side of things, I was not funny. The, the, the negative side, it's a, it's a, there's a drinker. People are drinking. It's kind of a rowdy open mic, and to have yes. silence at that mic is. Uh, jarring that is disturbing it was very and then literally i got done and he he it's it's everyone there does like classic stand-up they that you know they're talking into a mic and they're you know punchline joke punchline joke whatever like joke punchline see idiot and they they're like whatever and i did my my uh bit about uh perceptions and how like we all think we know how we're being perceived where i literally mimic dancing to Sean Paul temperature and the chick that I thought I was like screaming, you know, heterosexual love to, she thought I was gay and I just danced, like I danced aggressively to prove your masculinity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I thought I was being like sexy and suave and she's like, this is, she actually, she's like, that's a fun premise for a bit. Are you from Spain? Are you from Mexico? Like, are you foreign? Because I've never seen a straight man move his hips like that. Or she, no, she didn't even say a straight man. She said, I've never seen someone from the uh, United States move their hips like that. And I was like, and you're like, yeah, this is how we do it here. Welcome to showbiz, this is, baby. <laughs> this is, that is like, uh, he roasted I, me right after. Oh, he, there's, Aggra- aggressively. Yeah, if you're the drinker, that's teed up. Yeah. You and it was to... so sad because he ended it by saying, but it's a good bit though. And I was it's like, it's good, not. People didn't laugh. Don't man. fucking, don't patronize me. Yeah, you son of a don't bitch. Don't shit on my bit and was, then tell and, me it's good. Cause they did the whole thing. We're like, is your first time here? Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Great. It's <laughs> such, that's such a tough environment too. Very for like tough. first couple times. That's a, that's a bold move being like first couple times I'm going to go to the hackle mic. Do you see? what that is do you see this map of chicago okay i see there's he's got a black and white map of chicago okay uh, do you see the pins in it they're clear so probably not but do you see all the pins look at the top one at the top one there's pins in every single one the index cards there this is when i was matt if you had any idea how much i was i was all in on being a, a comic in chicago which i still am but it's tough right now as you well know i'm sure that has all the open mics, their times and days listed in that. And I have the pins down there with different colors, red, black. Black was going to be that I've been to them. Red was going to be that I've mastered them, and I'm yeah. fucking great at them. Man, this is the most masochistic. You just have an empty map with one pin in it, and you just stare at it every day and be like, oh, here's what, here's what stand-up might have been one day. <laughs> this is, take this down. Why I do you, know. Why do you look at this every day? I don't day? know. I Man, don't. I, I want to like... 
behind the door. I I'm normally so... keep my door open and never look at it. Oh, I'm so sad. Stand up is gone. I just like try not to think about. It. I'm like I gotta just distract myself, do other things. If I get like sometimes I like pass an empty uh, joke book or something, and I'll like start tearing. I'm just like, fuck. Oh, it was so what, close. What once was? What once was? You did a park show, right? Recently? Oh uh, yeah. Two but, days yeah, ago. Doing the, yeah, trying to do more stuff like that too. Um, Are they as bad as they look? <laughs> Yeah, I'm also comparing. They're I'm also not. comparing to like the Mark Norman thing that he posted of all of his. Uh, but I mean, I was also used to not getting laughs to begin with, so it's not <laughs> like it's a huge change. Where it's like, I think if you're used to club laughs, yeah, and then you go different. to park shows, that sucks. But it's like I was used to vomiting at open mics. This is fine. This is a piece of cake. Yeah, this is okay. I mean, just at least I can hear the. It. At least I can hear the crickets now. You know. We're just gonna let that. Sorry. Sit. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Why don't you go sit in your room and think about the fucking choices you make? Well, yeah, like everyone, everyone will do a joke about the cicadas. That's what heckles you. The cicadas. Oh, really? Yeah, they just come in hot, and you're just like, when you get no laugh, and you just hear that constant. Oh my god, I'm killing it for these guys. Oh yeah, let's get a new plague going in here or something. Yeah, these guys get it. Um, I don't. I feel like I needed to give that context, but I don't know if you remember or why I said we needed to do that. Um. Oh, you. The, um. You asked about my first comedian, or if I was more sketch dude. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to give background for us, how we know each other, your comic, blah, blah, blah. We did do a show, but to get to that question, do you remember a comic that you like first started watching? I mean... I yeah I have a horrible comic like origin story like my dad got me a Larry the Cable Guy CD when I was <laughs> when I was twelve and that was like my discovery of stand up I'm like oh my god this, this, guy, this is get her done this, this guy's sweet hilarious. dude yeah this is a, I mean he has some pretty good fart jokes let's, let's not I'm not knocking shit him. too much on Larry the I mean dude, for a twelve year old boy like that's that's like groundbreaking humor he had his niche and he milked that shit sure he knew what he was doing. I mean, that was the first time, like, I feel like comedians were stadium level to that. Like, they got so much mass appeal, which when is, like, kind of an amazing effort. Early 2000s? Yes, that was, yeah, like, 2001, 2. Um, and then, like, Dane now Cook was, like, 3, 4. That, so I Vicious got, Circle was uh, after that, I probably. Re- Retaliation, I think I bought that double. It was a two-CD pack. He was, like, the first internet comic. Yeah, so that was, like. and then it was like all my classmates were into stand up now. So it's like, oh, this thing that I was kind of a little bit into, and uh, maybe maybe like getting like SNL. You know, I could stay up late sometimes to watch. But then like everyone was into Retaliation. Like everyone loved Dane Cook, and then um, got into like I, Jim Gaffigan was like the next guy. There you go, clean yeah. comic. There yeah. you go. He's broken now, but the the uh, um. Fuck, what was I just going to say? Oh, the the whole notion of like comics and and the evolution of getting into like what they are now is entirely different, I feel like, because stadiums was never a thing back then. None of that shit was like normalized, and I never thought of comedians as being able to be like that successful. Yeah. And like I don't remember comedians back then. Like I don't remember a lot of like, you know, it's trendy to say that you knew not trendy yeah i didn't know like a tell back then i yeah i didn't know i I didn't get into any of those guys till later no it didn't make it to you i mean growing up in yeah northern minnesota and you and i it's like it didn't make it no it wasn't yeah um well to answer the question i actually had a different thought you're gonna we'll listen back to this at some point you'll be like you didn't know where you were going there like i had no idea like i had a thought and then i literally lost it mid-sentence and just kept going with a new thought and i found that thought in that 
what just happened. And that's why everyone's confused now because it doesn't, it didn't make any sense, but I have an answer to your original question of Um, comic versus sketch. My dad did improv. Oh Uh, yeah. He ran a improv troupe, um, for literally like 20 years, had shirts in the whole nine yards. And that's how you know it's legit. They were literally just called IC improv. And then eventually he's like, I got to stop doing improv. And it was, and I was like a little kid. I'm like, why dad? He's like, cause I'm fucking 40 and these are college kids that I'm like having audition for our, our improv troupe. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, and you're like, dad, we need to eat. He's like, we'll make the improv work. <laughs> <laughs> this will support the family. That's a hundred percent what it was. They literally, they literally would, would get a, get a theater and uh, rent it out, do two shows on, on a Friday, like a seven and a nine or something like that, or maybe a nine and 11 do a late, late show or something like that. And they would sell tickets for five bucks and they would get enough money to go, you know, rent a pontoon on Sunday and drink or whatever, or go do some activity. Like they didn't, that's, like, a, that's a light. That sounds like 100%. what we should all be doing. Like, I know. Open a theater I in know. like a lake town and 100%. just do two shows and then drink the rest of the time. hundred percent. I was like, that sounds, that sounds fucking awesome. But was that his full-time deal? No, not even a little or bit. No, he was He's a teacher. He was a teacher. Yeah. Okay. And he just like, but that was just something he did on the side, but yeah. he would have improv practices and stuff like that. So that's what I always, uh, uh, grew up in. And, um, they would do like the, the mini games and whatnot and things like that. It was more like whose line, um, that oh, yeah. was like short form stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The gamey stuff, freeze tag, stuff like that. They would do, um, fuck Irish drinking song, I believe is what I think that's, I, that's not what it's called, but Oh, lighty, 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 lighty. You know that? Yeah. What does um, it go? I can't, I can't remember, Let's but do it right now. I can't remember. What? I don't remember what the rules are. I believe what would happen is they would get audience suggestions for something or they, maybe they would, they might've actually brought someone up. I think they would bring someone up and, and ask her a bunch of questions or whatever. And then they would say do like, a song. here's an Irish drinking song about Susie and, and her mining town or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then, then do, they would cheer it. And then, and then someone would do, Oh, Susie is a miner in the South of Iowa. Oh, but there's nothing to mine here, so it's kind of fucked up. Oh, <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah. A, oh fuck! See, that's I a, already be already smiling. Like improv is so, so dumb, but it's like you want to know what it is. Oh, it's so fun. This is what I think it is. Is it literally you? Well, I'm I'm saying literally four times now. See, I'm catching myself. I'm not heady. <laughs> uh, it's because I think as we as you get older, you once you hit that age where you like hate your parents and you're a teen or whatever, and you want to get out of the house, you've killed your imagination. Whereas like everything before that, like. I remember being outside and like, I'm not kidding. I specifically remember a summer day where like we had a hose and water was falling down the driveway and there was an anthill and we were putting sticks in such a way that we made a moat around the anthill and like intricate shit. Oh yeah. And we did it for hours. I was the whole world playing with ants. You just invent that universe. And then you're like, oh, this is going to be our week. And this This, is, we we got a whole anthill stick thing that we got to do. Yeah. No, I got to go. No, I got to check on my moat. Yeah, for my aunts. I gotta, I gotta be the most. Turn on the hose. Yeah. I think that's dried up in the summer heat. And it's like, yeah, we got, we got uh, baseball practice. Jeff, do you want? And, uh, dude, it's Are big. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't even, you don't even know. But yeah. it's like now, that's what I feel like as you're as an adult. The the improv 
taps into that young childlike imitation because there are no rules in the universe. Yeah. Whereas if you found like, what's the equivalent of like a, an adult finding a, an anthill to make a twig moat around, like if you found something so enamoring that was like really playful and dumb that like sparked your imagination or something like a, let's say it's like a, a you're just really into this new coloring book, like an adult coloring book. I feel like that's the go-to of what people are into. That's honestly better than anything I was going to come up with. I had abs. I was like, "There's nothing. There's nothing that exists." Or, but it's like, if you got super into it, uh-huh. and then someone's like, "Hey, we gotta go, uh, do a do- you got I mean, you gotta go to bed because you have like work Whatever. in the morning. You yeah. need to get a full a resp- you're just a like, responsibility. You're just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna put this, you, you know." You're just you don't think twice about it. No, you don't. But then when you're a kid, it's like your whole world. You're like, this is number one priority. This is play is number one up here, and we would just push it down. You you smush it because the older you get, it's all about responsibilities and being an adult and adulting and being an adult and doing adult things and blah blah. And it's like, where's the flipping? It's all a lie. It's all a lie. And I feel like that's what people are figuring. Like people are slowly figuring out, being like, wait, is this all made up? The whole thing. The whole whole thing's made up. Like. So we can just not go into an office and we can kind of work from home and and, and we can slough off half the time and wait, we can like do stuff Absolutely. we're interested in. Absolutely. And uh, it's kind of a lie. So it's, it's, just, it's just made up to make the wheel keep moving. Because most people are pissed off that they reach the point where they're like, all right, I'm about to die. And they're like, fuck, this was all a bullshit. Well, fuck everyone else. I'm not, I'm not changing anything. And then by the people that do figure, it's like that's why everyone gets... That's why the wheel keeps going because no one wants, you know, some people break the mold. Some people obviously are exception to the rule, but you can't change all of that because nobody wants to. Nobody wants you to change it because they're like, I just had to live my whole life. Yeah, I had to be shitty this whole time and get in this stupid ass rat race. So this 24 year old that's going to come into the company, I'm going to haze him. It's like a frat where it's just like, I got hazed when I was a freshman. So I want to, yeah, I'm going to just make the. Life's a frat. Life's a frat. Fuck. Dig it. <laughs> That's what I was kidding. <laughs> what is that original slogan? What Life's is a that? Beach. Life's a beach. Who's Life's is a that? Beach. Dig it. Joe Dirt. Maybe? Is it? Is it? I should. I we, like see, that's... I don't have a fact checker. Yeah. I could look it up, but it's. That's, I don't know. That sounds right. Uh, Life's a beach. Dig it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, that all checks out a hundred percent. But that's why I think we enjoy doing the comedy stuff and doing like you obviously would you say that you like stand up more than you like improv now yeah i think i think i get more did you, maybe you always did now. And, but I, I love improv still where it's just so much fun and i was just getting back into it a little bit in march um and starting to do it again and i had i was less precious about it i put less like yeah. that pressure where when i first started when we were starting it was like i was all in on improv where i'm like I'm going to do these classes. Then I'm going to keep doing this. And I had this this game plan. This is it. And here's the trajectory. I can see it now. And everyone, there's a lot of people like that. So you're very validated in that mindset of being like, okay, you go hard in Mm -hmm. this and that's, then it's going to do all these things. And then, you know, when stuff starts, doesn't go your way, (laughs) you have all your worth tied up in that. And it's, and it's like, oh, and I, you got to schedule it with other people. So there's that team oriented thing. So there's all this scheduling conflict. And I just started doing stand up more where it's like, it's just just you. Was just, mm-hmm. You can schedule it. You can, I mean, it's you bombing up there. It's 100%. you succeeding up there. Um, it's you doing it as often or as infrequent as you want. There's no one to check in with. And I think I liked that autonomy. And I liked being able to prep things before and not having to rely on, you know, it's tough in those classes. You rely on teammates that, you know, necessarily. 
I said I didn't say it the PC way, but there are some people that are absolute garbage, and that takes the fun out of it yeah. sometimes. When it's just you up there, you're like, oh, I'm trash. Here's how I got to work on it, and then when you see yourself getting better, you're like, oh, nice. This is so it gets so much more fun as you go along as you start figuring out how to actually write a joke. Absolutely, I still don't feel like I know how to write a oh, joke. I, yeah, I uh, struggle uh, like, with that. It's not, a, and I, it's so I like I remember like similarly to this embarrassing thing. Uh, I should probably fucking give it to you. You'd fucking fly through it before I ever did. Uh, the Last Laugh. Uh, it's a stand-up comedy book. It's by Phil Berger. Oh, nice. It's literally got... I mean, it starts with the origins of fucking, you know, Lenny Bruce and and all the, like, literally would be, like, historical context. But uh, <laughs> so stupid. This is my biggest flaw as a human being. Not as a human being, but, like, personally as... Yeah, let's run... Let's just do let's Jeff's just flaws 30 minutes <laughs> and um, we'll iron them out. 30 minutes? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Try, like, wins the next... Olympics that was everyone knew that's what I was gonna say and I still said it I should have said anything else any other event I like this is great watching Jeff have a meltdown in yeah his own like room. just an idiot <laughs> stupid so my biggest thing is I'll buy things thinking that that's going to make me do them Oh, I do that all the time. So like Absolutely. this, yeah, this whole yeah. map thing. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm going to get this fucking map. Then I can I can track it. I'm going to fucking do it. And then I'll do it. Didn't do it. I was like, dude, I'm going to buy this book. And then when I buy this book, I'll know how to write a joke. Yeah. It's that thing. It'd be like everyone's told us a million times of being like, it's not, you can't read or listen to enough nope. podcasts or listen to the book. It's just doing it, failing at it, doing it again. And it's much as I hear that, but I'm like... I don't know. I think like Judd Apatow's book might like kick me into gear. It and might give me something that, like just give me an edge, you know, might just give me. And it can't hurt. I think it's also dumb when people are like, I don't listen to any other people's stand up. I don't listen to like any because I just want it to be like fresh in my voice. I'm like, how arrogant is that yeah. to not listen to what I, came I don't before I, you? Are I don't you think kidding I like that. me? Like there is a, a ton of art that came before you. How like cocky are you to be like oh i'm gonna reinvent the whole thing with no uh I'm so original research on like what came before you like use it stand on those people's shoulders and- it's literally every like stand-up person is is essentially a blend of who they like and enjoy and listen to it's like they're yeah. all formed by i grew up on this comic or i watched this comic or this person is influential for me or i think this person is the best it's like everyone's a remix of a remix of a remix which makes it original that's why it's i mean yeah, it's filtered it, through it's, your personal yes, lens, even correct. if someone has a Spirit Airlines joke or whatever. <laughs> but if you put it through your unique lens, it could be good. I mean, that's I yeah. I don't think I enjoy that 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 idea. I also don't feel like I have any any room of originality. I would I there's been so many times when I've heard someone else's joke, I was like, I feel like I could make that a better joke. Or I mean, like that's a, is now why we did it though. It's like we I feel like at least for me, I'll I'll speak from my own experience. It was like going to those open mics. And I was just sitting in the back for the longest time before I actually did one. So I'm just sitting back there, and, and you're looking, and you're like, I can fucking I can, do this. I can bomb better than this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know this was the lo- And then you get up there, and you're like, oh, this is so much harder than I ever would have. <laughs> so, much, so much harder. Yeah, and then you bomb for whatever so many times. I mean, I've still got about seven to 8,000 bombs to go before I'm average. TBH. It's, that's the it's just the crazy part where it's like you know it's like a 10 year process you know how much failure is ahead of you but you're like i don't know i think the next one might be good these 
<laughs> it's that fucking it's that fucking picture of like the two dudes like digging for diamonds or whatever and the one dude like gives up and he's like right there and this other dude's just like i'm gonna do it and he's just like going full blast i'll pull it up you know feel, what i'm talking about it feels like a great motivational poster it's a hundred percent a motivational poster nice. do you, you've never seen this are you fucking I don't kidding think so this is so common it's embarrassing because it's like uh what did i say diamond digging i'm let's see your what you're gonna google a diamond digging meme yeah this one oh, right okay. here this is 100 percent what it is we're like one dude's just like armor i'm sad i'm not gonna make it and then this dude's like i'm so energetic and eager i'm gonna get there but he's like i'm over it i'm done yeah that's exactly what you Santa never does. yeah right that's a cool uh, yeah because it's like you never know when you're just like a second away but i think that's the weird it's also a weird mindset too, where you're just like, it's going to be one toe tap that gets you to the thing of diamonds. And I guess sometimes it is, but it's, well, it's I a think, little too romantic to, I feel like, think of it that way too, where I feel where it's like, it's just a committing to the process of like, oh, this is just what I do every day. This is just an everyday habit and commitment. And maybe over 20 years or 30 years, it starts bearing fruits a little bit, but it's not going to be it's not going to be just one day it's all change it's going to be just like a gradual i mean if this were a graph i would say this would be like 10 years down here you know right but yeah. yes you're 100 percent right i don't think there's like a i mean actually you know what maybe not i mean in this day and age you can fucking go get on a fucking tiktok or a whatever and go viral in 10 seconds or yeah. you could get canceled in 10 seconds which yeah. that's honestly that's what i'm holding out for that's, it's i'm the, holding i say something on this pod that gets me fucking canceled before i even start it should be a good excuse to fail then and you're like hey look i tried and then i think you know people are doing that they're just shooting themselves in the foot just hoping to get taken down are you kidding me do you the amount of people that are just out there selling their fucking morals and compasses for hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars i was like I could probably do that. I could maybe do that. That's how you get tempted to the dark side. Jeff. I know. I know, dude. I know. I'm aware. I'm well, trying to not that's, do it. That's the, uh, I feel like the, because there's enough of the people that are like the overnight TikTok immediate successes that it's alluring. So we like to just pay all the attention to those things instead of the, you know, the reality of it, which is like 99% of people are going to have success from just a diligent practice of 10 years, like a, you know, deliberate practice, I guess the Malcolm Gladwell thing i'm legitimately in the mindset that i who knows how long i'll do this podcast i have no idea do i ever think anyone is going to listen to this podcast my parents don't even listen to this podcast anymore they listen to the first like 10 episodes and they've never listened again uh, that probably feels good uh, you're, it's a little more freeing where you're like, i mean okay. yeah that's a little bit true but it's like it's like the whole notion of of you know shout out core four i got like four people that listen to every episode and and that's but like the 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 it goes back to your point of just like you just continue to do it yeah because how just, much are you getting out of like the effort of learning every time and like oh i can do a thing a little bit differently this way and i didn't i didn't even know i would learn this and you just all those little branches you start discovering when you get into something it's the ten thousand hour thing right yeah yeah like you just don't know you just until you get do it. You know, until you put in those hours of stuff where yeah keep doing it man. but there's Why so not? many but there's so many other hours that you could do other things but then you just get caught wondering whatever things i could do instead of just doing something but i do that anyways <laughs> the amount of times that i just sit and i'm like man i wonder what would have happened if this yeah and then before you know it i'm literally sitting in a fucking straight jacket in the loony band being oh, like yeah. man i wonder 
what would happen if I what would, yeah. if I didn't end up in the loony bin? What is the, there's an Alcoholics Anonymous saying that's like you have one foot stuck in the present and one foot stuck in the past, you end up pissing all over the present, or one st- foot stuck in the future, one stuck <laughs> in the past. So you Did just, you fuck that up because you're drunk? I'm drinking. I'm a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> there's an alcohol. There's, there's a certain beauty in yeah, fucking up an AA. That's thing. fucking beautiful, <laughs> dude. That was a bu- that was probably one of the most recent books uh, that I r- finished was a uh how to stop drinking book really yeah. i read one too during quarantine did you yeah. what was yours this that... naked mind oh how was it really good because it, it's like it goes through just a point by point thing of here's exactly all the myths that we believe about drinking of like why it's beneficial and then just a very rational fact-based thing of why it's not those things of like like what do you think it makes sex better we think it's a good socializer we think it de-stresses us we social think, lubricant and so we and it just goes through all those things of being like here's what it does to your brain and whether or not you consciously want to drink now this is going to seep into your subconscious and kind of eventually make you and i, I think it worked it definitely like i when I'm drinking now, I'm a little, I can, I'm a little more removed of being like, oh yeah, this is what this is doing. You're I, aware. I'm a little more aware. I'm a little more tuned instead of just blindly, like my hand just kind of raised into my mouth without too much thought to it. I mean, I still do that. It's terrible. I still do it, but I'm literally, <laughs> I feel th- worse. Now. I did it this last weekend. It was awful. Yeah. It was a, it was the weirdest drunk that I, I mean, it was wild. The book that I did was, uh, the easy way. Um, easy way okay dude yeah, it's i can't I, it was literally uh it's in here it's in it's in my room somewhere here um oh there it is yeah no worries uh yeah i'll pull i'll pull it for you and i'll show you um but it's a ridiculous book because it literally just points out all of the hypocrisy in uh in drinking and it's like alcohol is poison and i was like okay calm down relax <laughs> and it's like well, it's, it's like fuck you. Here's I mean, all you the are, ways you it are, is. He's like he's like there's no benefit to alcohol from a from a like a nutritional standpoint. Yeah. And it's like well, people say red wine is good for your heart, and it's like, but it's not. Yeah. In terms of like, guess what? You drink enough red wine, you'll fucking die. Yeah. Is literally poison. It How goes much on. death is associated with booze is so alarming. Much. And and the so and like we're we're worried about like oh maybe if I eat kale it's be like there's a thing that is destroying your insides and well, we're just like not we're just like yeah but it's booze you know where I got this book from I'm sure I've told you this before I can't remember but I got it after um, Wicked Hangover a couple months back and I tweeted at uh, Nikki Glazer and I was like yo you've talked about this book a thousand times on a couple different pods does she not drink is she sober she said she hasn't drank since she read that book. And I was like, oh, shit. Really? I was like, yo, what's this book? She tells me the name of the book. Book was $60. I was like, what is this, a college course? This is disgusting. I don't want to pay that shit. Yeah. So I bought it. And then. Because do you do the thing of being like, okay, if I buy the thing. Then I was about to think that I won't do this. And if I'm not drinking, then I'll be more productive and I'll probably do comedy or something. You know? <laughs> right, right. Idiot. I read the book, but, and then it, it, it's a good book. It's a good book. It brings up a lot of good points. Yeah, did it alter your mind where you're like, now when you're drinking. Uh, you're more aware of it or it's just like making you yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean there's definitely like if i'm in the right atmosphere like fuck it i'm drinking yeah there's if you go and look at the comments online on this book people will be like i read this book and i haven't drank since and i was like okay calm down you're being dramatic but i was like yo there's a lot of fucking things that the book says that i was like i know i can't argue with this because like it is like is it just like fact of being like so kind of disproving it's like just- why do why do mixed drinks exist 
to because you want to dilute it because it tastes <laughs> like shit. And there's a reason there's like a re- our animalistic brains don't like the taste of this. There's a reason people say, oh, do you want a tequila shot? And then they go, Ugh, no, yeah. because it smells gross, because it's not delicious. It's not tasty. We do it because society and the world has built up what it is and you grow up as a child seeing your parents celebrate new years or wine on christmas or of a barbecue and you're having your dad's having beers with the neighborhood father like it's just surrounded you your entire life that like when you're in an event or doing something you need that yeah, like, for this there is to normal. be fun we've, it's, it's we've supposed we've to be there normalized just a heavy drink well heavy drinking and heavy drinking Both. it was just like very normal 100%. for us like growing up and being like i just yeah that was as a i take a sip thing. of my high noon <laughs> it was about like every family holiday yeah it's like there's booze flowing around it was just a normal thing and it's weird it's like it could be every any other substance why did we pick why is booze the one it could have been and like why it wasn't weed the thing could have been it, uh, it's all it's all ridiculous. This is what came up in a conversation with a, a couple of buddies yesterday. Is it was like, and I almost did a pot on it, but then I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, because it's too much, it's too big. And the thing was like, if you could get rid of one man-made construct, what would it be? It, you think you like think you would do booze? Is that what you're thinking? No, like so, like if you could get rid of like, like time, or like oh, yeah. the idea of money, or like, it, obviously everything is a man-made construct, right? But it's like, if you could get rid of one. And I was like, I can't. That's way too heady. And I'm yeah. not that, I'm not meta world peace over here. I guess I, I was thinking that. of like inventions, like booze. And you're like, I don't think time's a man-made. We didn't make it. We just perceive it, right? Someone invented a watch and said, this is time. Oh, I see. Like conventional 12-hour like, yes, day. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. We, I, but I get, even or, still, even already, I'm like, see, this is why it's too heavy. <laughs> literally one, one point at it. And I'm just like, no, I'm already out. I'm already out. But that's what I'm saying in terms of like a, a uh, yeah, someone was like, this is what time is. It's 24 hours. Says who? It could be, it could be 36 hours. Yeah. It's I'm, all foobar. And I was like, if you get in, they, they asked, like, if you get rid of any of them, I was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. It just, it's so many things are just normal. And you realize they're all just made up by people that aren't any smarter than all of us. They're just Everyone like some, just some dude said it one day and just be like, I guess this is the way we do it forever now. This is getting psychedelic. I know. Now, dude, we get, now you get fucking, into. I did <laughs> it. I did around. an episode. I did an episode on drugs a while back. Did you? And that was, th- this is what ties back to a conversation we had when we last spoke. Cause We've been talking about, you know, I've been, I've been dabbling in, in the idea of doing, of doing drugs because drugs, you know, it's 2020 and like, it seems like a great time to do things. Well, it's also such a loaded term drugs in general too. We're drugs just talking sounds about, bad. We were just talking about booze, which is like a drug. one of the <laughs> leading causes of death of it, any drugs. I think it the, is right. Like it kill because it also then don't you have to tie in like vehicle accidents. Well, and, you got to tie in. Okay. So drunk driving, but then you have to tie in like liver disease yeah. kidney de- like all those diseases are tied to like drinking yeah. so like they might not be i don't know if they're you know qualified as but it's not alcohol a, related yeah, it's not a safe drug by any means booze is the just... amount of like this is how ridiculous alcohol is is like i have so many stories of drinking that just like should not have panned out the way that they did. Oh yeah, you ever look back on that? And you're like, and how, you're just like, how am I alive? How has anyone made it past seventeen? If yeah. you've ever drank at a young age, it's like, how did we get here? Yeah, you know, like, like did we, they just have like it's just Gatorade is is like 
I guess maybe that's saving just, people's lives. It now. just goes to show how like the older you get, your body really doesn't bounce back. Your body really is when you're younger, just that more just like, all right, okay. Like I remember oh, yeah. I would think this is high school, but I remember one day, literally in the back of uh we were in a girl's basement, everyone's drinking, classic like high school type party. And I'm not kidding, at one point in the night, I looked over to my left and to my right and there was a girl puking on my left and there was a girl puking on my right. I was also puking in the middle <laughs> and we were just all puking in this girl's backyard. Yeah. Just and even in high school, up. you're probably like, nice. I get to be it around girls. So, I was like, oh, dude, chicks throw up too? Cool. I think I remember yelling out like, how you doing? Are you oh, good? Man. Like still trying oh, yeah. to ask if you got. Ooh, ooh, you and it was just good? like the next day you're like, yep, back at it. Like I was such a puker. Like all through oh, like high school, puking rally guy. The mo- I would, but it was like blessing because it, one, it would like prevent me from blacking out right away. Facts. So it would kind of like get that extra thing out at the end of the night or something. But For sure. I was also just I would puke everywhere. I was just a big like I remember coming back like my <laughs> just buddy puke everywhere. I came back in like high school. I came over from a cabin party, which is always you know that's what you do, right? You got to go to the cabins. And uh, I had my buddy drive my like '99 just blue Camry, and he he was driving. I was in the passenger seat, and sure. uh, I had to lean out going like 55, and it was like you know negative 20 out Duluth, Minnesota, and just oh, puked all over the side of it. Instantly oh, froze to like the entire side of the Camry, and just like <laughs> just covered oh, my all, God. just in chunks. And then we had to like. Yeah, just let it sit and took it to the car wash the next day, but it was so nasty. That's pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a I mean, I've I've definitely been in a car puke situation before, and yeah. it's not great. Those are tough. That's a bad one. That's a bad spot. But again, it all ties back. That's just fucking you 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 literally drank Have you ever seen that stand-up bit where the dude talks about drinking all the alcohols and he's like your he's like your stomach is the bouncer? Is that Nick Swartzen's bit? No, uh-huh. I don't think so. Okay. It's some, it's some dude. Oh, fuck, I should, yeah. I should know this because I've seen it a thousand. Oh yeah, times. like tequila's coming at the end. And yep. Oh, who is? That? All right, everybody out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he starts. He's like, you know what the problem is when you start mixing all these alcohol, beers. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Oh, it's Jose. Not no. Last time you got here, you made a big mess of the place. <laughs> he lets him in. All right, everybody. It was a good bit. It's all about drinking. Yeah. You just literally drank so much that your body starts revolting it. Yeah. We just keep doing it. It's pretty, yeah. We sound real, real cool on this pod. We'd be like, you know what? We should be sober, you guys. I mean, I love drinking. I do love (laughs) drinking, though. The amount of times that I've, I've drank and also had wild success should count for something. Yeah, it leads to good stories. That's my biggest fear is that I'm gonna I'm gonna miss out on some on some good stories. But it to, it's to the point where the hangovers now, like I'm 30 now, the hangovers now are just yeah, you're you look 30 now. <laughs> Do I look just like 30, 20 years of drinking or 15? It's not even. I mean, it's not funny. I mean, it's not a good joke, but it's just like saying people like. Call, we the oldest dude in our group in our in my like squad group or whatever from back home just turned twenty nine and we just make him out to be this fucking ancient senior citizen, literally less than twelve months older than me. Oh yeah, but it's just like oh my god, you old bitch. Here's your cane. He'll always be like, "Can you guys send me the link 
to anything just anytime anyone mentions anything yeah. can you like i sell like hey listen to this pod is pretty good can you send me the link i can't find it and you just send him google <laughs> it's a fucking piece of shit it's a great joke people um, can't google things that's a that's like a skill apparently a lot of people didn't learn i i will be honest the amount of times that i like ask stupid questions to people when i was like i could have just fucking could have googled that i could have googled it but i just don't like i'm just like oh yeah that's literally why it's there. God, you would be my least favorite coworker. That one that just like ropes you into their shit and you're oh, like, why? There's a difference if you're talking work shit. <laughs> there's a difference if you're talking work shit because I don't want to interact with anyone at work. Oh, yeah. That's not true. I do want to interact with a lot of people at work. See, this is why this is how I get canceled. I'll say some shit about work. Do and you then, well, you work from home. Do you still like you just chat with people or what? Oh, dude, I'm slacking all day. <laughs> Sorry, let me let me correct that. I'm Slack messaging. Slack messaging all day. Um, I love working from home. I don't ever want to go back into the office. Yeah, it's uh, like if I if I never go back, it'll be too soon. I'm efficient AF. You know what the best part about working from home is? You can get up and go for walks in the park. That is not what I was gonna say, but it does qualify. Um, um. I will say, yes, this is a good response. This is literally work. That's it. I literally just did work by reading that email. Um, it's being able to go to the bathroom in your own home. No Ooh, more, no, no more, more pressure shit. No more pressure shit. No yeah. more public restrooms. Ooh, flip no that more. badge around mm-hmm. so, and you're nervous. People are going to see your shoes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Not up in here. And you that, that sandpapery one ply. Yep. God. Oh, we're on a budget. We're on a budget now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that's what it is. That's and I can do it. Comfortability. Take my time well, and yeah. and not be in there for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and have people being like, did you die in there? Yeah. I don't want people timing me. No. Lay off Sherry. I had hot wings last night and I had coffee early this morning and it's a problem. Yeah. If you must know, it took 12 wipes. Sherry. Thanks. Sherry. You want to know the whole thing? <laughs> huh? Struck a nerve. You want to know the color? Struck a nerve. <laughs> Um, but that's the, I mean, you, cause it's, it's like shock. Oh yeah. When you, and it, cause at work you go and you waste 20 minutes in there. Cause you're like, this is going to be my throne time at home. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just shit and let, not get hemorrhoids and get off. And then I can go, if I get my work done, I can go for a walk and go for do stuff. I want to do. I can go right. I can like exactly. get things done as quickly as freaking possible and then move on with my day. That's a dynamite point at work. You do it as an escape to, yeah. I'm going to go sit and not not be I'm justified because this is something that everyone has to do. But at home, it's like it's just my own bathroom. This isn't this isn't special anymore. No. And no one's going to come barging in or knocking on the door. Someone's in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you have a do you have a go-to? I always go occupied. Occupied. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't because you don't think of it. It's just a nervous I don't outlet. know the last time that it happened that I said anything. I think I just kept quiet. Okay. I just kept quiet and out um, awkwarded that. Also a question. Do you yeah. have, did you get into, I feel like a lot of people, this is, this is a common topic I've been talking with people lately. Have you gotten like bathroom accessories, um, like a bidet or a squatty potty? I'm not ashamed to say that I would say for at least, at least the last two years to 18 months, every single time, I've gone to the bathroom. I've thought about like, why don't I have a squatty potty? It's Do great. you have one? 
I have a makeshift one. It's a stool, but it does the trick. And uh, you stand by a squatty potty. I stand by it. It aligns your spine. I've seen it. I've uh, seen. I've seen the the advertisements. Okay. Okay. And they're good. They're very good. They're good. They're they're cheeky too. Where they, they get know. you. They get you on the posture shit. You they, know. They tell you it's a health thing. And I'm not saying it's not. Just try try flipping your garbage can over and just putting your feet up and just seeing how that feels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, you know, I mean, why not? It's yeah, it just feels the other thing it feels is, more natural. Not you know, we're we're hitting 50 minutes, so almost to okay. make almost to make it, do, it flies by, doesn't it? Yeah, really. Almost to bring this full circle. Do you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like playing. That sounds like taking, and that's almost what quarantine has done. Because in order to entertain yourself to a certain extent, you have to start doing shit within your house you've never done, which means flipping over some toilets or flipping toilets, flipping over some trash cans to make my own <laughs> yeah. squatty like, potty. Oh, I think this is different. This one feels. Oh, oh yeah, this oh. feels like I'm shitting in the Amazon. Oh this my god. Nice. Well, this one's a little tall. I should get a laundry basket. And then put that. Yeah, try the that, laundry ooh, that, basket out. Yeah, and all that, of a sudden, yeah, how's the laundry basket? All of a sudden, now all of my now all of my BMs are an adventure. Got to make it interesting. Bowel man. movements for those that didn't catch that. But it's like, oh my god, what what other object could I possibly use? Maybe maybe a shoebox for each individual foot. Shoebox too low. It's too low. Gonna, I don't know. I never tried it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would take your word for it. You've got one. It is interesting that squatty potties have cornered the market. It's like it's just a pedestal. It's just a shelf. It's a stepping stool. I guess it can tuck underneath if really you, nicely. Does it, but does it wrap? It does it does it like circle around or it is does. it literally? Yeah, okay. circle. But so I just have, yeah, the one I have, I kind of like have to nest it on the side of the toilet when I'm done with it. So I kind of <laughs> have to scoot it. Um, Do you have to explain it to people when they use your restroom? No one's asked. But they've used it. They just didn't. Tell. Oh. Everyone that goes in there and uses it, they're like, this is a good idea. Holy shit. Yeah. But I feel like, so that's like what I feel like when I go to visit people that have bidets. I'm like, what are we doing not that having That is bidets? some rich people shit. Dude, they're not expensive anymore. They're not even that bad anymore. Are you about to tell me that that's not being normalized? Yeah. Tushy advertises on like every podcast I listen to, I feel like. Really? I still haven't gotten one, but it's like 70 bucks, which isn't, you know, terrible. $70? Yeah. That's one of the jank stuff, though, that like hooks up to like the side of your toilet, though, right? They all hook up to the water line. I mean, but it, like it just like sits on. It's not. I'm When I think of bidet, I think of a, its own its own seat. Yeah. I don't think you're installing. Yeah. And basin. that's like four G's. That's probably price, but you can just I've get lo- one. That's I've looked like up a- prices for a bidet. <laughs> you can- I've looked up that price. Yeah. But that's- you can get stuff that attaches to your current. Or it's just like a toilet seat lid that you take off and just replace the toilet seat lid. And then that thing goes in there and it's like a nice slow close too. And it kind of, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't have one, but I feel like. You're opening up my one. eyes to a whole new world of possibilities. It just makes sense, you know? It kind of does. Yeah. See, this is also why. I love doing the pod because you just fucking it. There are no rules. This is yeah. This is improv. This is jazz, baby. This jazz. is jazz. We're just riffing back and forth. I mean, if we want to advertise a, an improv you know, <laughs> recipe, it would be mm-hmm. start with mm-hmm. um, high school drinking and mm-hmm. uh, bring it all the way around to mm. shitting. Preach and puking. Preach. <laughs> Goes in one, comes out the other. Yeah, circle I, of life, baby. I think that would be the tenets of, of just good stuff. <laughs> that I mean, it's not you're not wrong. Um, 
what would you say if you had, uh, you know, not to, not to, you know, I don't think this is a bow on it by any means, but a uh, current, current, uh, what do you got right now? What's oh, your, man. what's your final? We're your, ending on bidets. That's, no, that's sad. we're not ending on bidets. Okay. We're ending on if you had, uh, you know, what's your, uh, what's your mantra right now? What's your, what's your oh. go-to thing for the current uh, world that maybe, you know, the core four will be like, this Mac guy he knows what he's talking about. Oh man, something that's gonna make me look real highfalutin. Let's, Let's see. Let's fucking um, hear it. I think just quarantine because quarantine's been just you know how do you stay motivated because you don't know when anything is gonna be delivered. Like anything I write, anything I do, I'm like, well, who's this for? Like, what is this even? What's the end date? What's the deliverable? I don't. So the only thing that keeps me doing is like it is all about convincing my brain that this is just what I do every day. So I'm going to go, I'm trying to be like, give me an example of this. I'm going to be like, I, I'm going to do something active. Every, I'm going to either run or like do a kettlebell workout every day. Like either, or you get to do, you have to do one. Okay. And then I need to right. write for an hour a day. Holy shit. And you need to just do that. Even if it's shit, even if it's garbage, I didn't start with that, but I started with like, what was an approachable thing and being like, what can I do? And then just ramp that up to now being like, yeah, just write that amount. And um, as long as you show up, just committing to it every day. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to do a mic tomorrow because I don't know when mics are coming back, when yeah. they are. But just I feel like the ha- getting the habit, the daily habit, is uh, better than just like struggling in that unknown. So essentially, I feel like what you're doing is you're just literally sticking to whatever is a controllable. Yeah, that's all I can control is what, how can I make a habit and, and make it work. Are those habits now? Have you been doing them that long? Like, are they are they a hundred percent solidified in in twenty one days? You've you've done. Is that what it is? Like twenty one days. I think it's I think it's like three uh, weeks as a habit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely drop days here and there when I'm doing stuff, but yeah, yeah. um, yeah, a lot of that stuff got uh and that's pretty working? good in quarantine, and I, I yeah, it, it makes me sane. Where it's just like if I do actually schedule being like you have to do an hour of like writing or it can be sometimes like drawing or something creative like that anything makes the day and the week so much better and from a mental space than if i had just been working and doing like computer staring the whole time and then i'm like why am i sad when like three days of that is but yeah because you didn't do anything that makes the your inner child happy that's literally why. that's the only downside i think of work from home is that working and and i sleep 17 inches from where i work yeah. and do a podcast and play video games and watch tv like i do it all within a seven foot space you gotta very consciously say okay so here's what i started I'm like middle of quarantine i separated out my creative like area yeah, from my work area that's where i'm like smart. okay so i'm gonna i have my closet as a desk in it so i go in my closet <laughs> my little like two by two closet i just sit in there for like four hours a day and i will just do creative stuff but then i'll go to the kitchen area um for work i mean shit whatever you got to do though right because you do have to separate i agree I with think that you separate yeah i can't tell if i fucked that up or not did i <laughs> i just heard a pop we, we both and, uh, we both i thought like, we stopped oh i thought we stopped oh my god that's so funny it's just gonna be dead <laughs> silent for a second i fucking moved the keyboard and thought i fucking broke everything that's so funny um well shit i think that's great i think that's fucking rock solid advice uh i've i feel like i haven't been living by that easily uh i just now started working out again as i've mentioned in five pods straight but it's like makes a huge difference it is making a huge difference and like not to also make another callback but like i felt like that was one of the best things about doing improv is that like it broke up my weeks 
Oh. You know, like when I would do yeah. improv on like a Wednesday, it felt so great to be like, okay, I'm doing this on Wednesday. And then all of a sudden it's like, great, that was so fun. And now tomorrow's Thursday, it's almost a weekend, whatever, whatever. But it broke up my week. So it's like now in quarantine still, it's like, that's awesome to be able to say, I'm doing this this time. And if you do it, it's like fulfilling shit which is that's why this podcast is would be awesome for you where it's like i have a thing that i can look forward to and then i'll have an outlet and that kind of breaks up my work kind of stream into the next day thing dude i hate homework but like this is at least given me something to do that's awesome and that's yeah. uh, that's honestly i think all all anyone can do right now is like what can you do yeah don't focus do? don't focus on what you can't do and focus what's on it gonna be it's correct. like just do well, it do, it doesn't do. matter do whatever you can while you can currently and that, and that, whatever that is, yeah, it could be whatever anything. small capacity to get to start with. Doesn't have to like, be huge. Yeah. Maybe I'll just record a five minute thing and then see what it is. The only reason I wouldn't say five minutes is because it takes me longer to set my shit up and actually record. That was a remarkable setup. It was, it was uh, embarrassing. It was, a process. it was embarrassing. Um, well shit, dude, you know, I told you that there are no rules here, but this will be, I think our first, I don't think we've gone an hour. There's one, uh, thing that's been recorded which was, I think, um, my roommate and I just absolutely blackout hammered. Um, <laughs> I consider it a lost tape because I've never listened to it. Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah, the only thing, that one. The only thing I remember is we made like a thousand little Wayne jokes because he did he lit a lighter. You had that right at the really, so quick. Yeah. Uh, he hit a lighter, and then we just were like, oh, my God, little Wayne's here. That's crazy. <laughs> lighter flick. <laughs> Y'all right. Little tooch. I'm losing it. Um, well, this, yeah, I mean, this, this didn't even quick feel hour. like an hour. This I know. is nuts. And now we got football to go watch, and Hooters is probably done and uh, in route. So, like, that's kind of perfect timing. I mean, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Um, all right, then we'll wrap it up on this. Uh, give me one uh, positive of the day today. Can be anything. Just control what you can control. No, today. What was a positive that happened today? Oh. Um, today for me, um, I, uh, you know, got a, a, got on my bike. You took a little bike ride? Took a little bike ride. That's actually great. I fucking love a bike ride. It's positive. It's super positive. Yeah. Getting out there, some fresh air in your face. You feel like a little kid weaving around people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bike's fun. I do like that. That's perfect. Uh, same positivity always of the day is I got some new running shoes. I'm Ooh, super psyched about them. I've been wearing you. the same ones since 2013. It's really bad for your feet. Stupid. Uh, but that's the, uh, that's the positivity always of the day. Uh, anyone that listens to this whole thing, you're a champ. Let me know and I'll send you a dollar. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a lot of dollars. Um, but that was it. I appreciate you fucking coming over and, and, and chatting and hanging out. Like This is all it is super easy yeah thanks for having me thanks for making it very you know uh safe and everything this is great and uh yeah it was super easy to chat man this is great it's been been a little bit i love it i need it everyone have a great day and we will see you all next week okay bye. Chillin'.